Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This podcast is all about helping you, the solo lawn care business owner, become more efficient so that you have more time for family, free time, and fun. I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Well, guys, thank you for coming back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast for another episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys about profit. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about my day. So my son Marcus and I, we went out and worked this morning. Or, well, today, not just this morning, the whole day. Uh, we thought we were going to get rained out, but the rain just kind of went past us, never got really rained on. We got a little bit of rain, but it was actually in between lawns. So that was awesome. Uh, we just had to sit in the truck for 10 minutes, which wasn't too bad because it's really humid here right now. And so it was nice to just sit in the air conditioning and, and just relax, work on some social media stuff for me. But, uh, it was just really nice. It was a good day. We finished up our lawns. We did, I think, 10 lawns. We finished up at about 4. We started at 9, 9.30, finished up at 4. And it was just a really good, easy, low-key kind of day. Last week, we got some rain around here, which was super needed. So the, gr the grass has just greened up, and it's really starting to grow. And so all the lawns were pretty green today. It was really nice to see that because they've been brown for a while. And it was just it was just a really nice day. And Marcus and I worked together well today. Marcus is really coming around to thinking ahead and just jumping in on a project. So for instance, we have two lawns next to each other on this route. Now we had we have a couple of those on this route, but the, the one I'm thinking of is in, in the morning and we have two lawns that are, there's one here and there's one across the street and kind of kitty corner. And so he mows that one with the gravely. I trust him to do that. He's got enough experience. He's done it all, all summer. He's mowed that all summer by himself. And then what I will do is when I'm done with the other one, I'll grab the trimmer and trim that one out. And surprisingly, when we first started the summer, he would just mow and he wouldn't trim. And so I finally got him comfortable with the trimmer. So he would trim, but I'd have to tell him to go and trim. So I'd be trimming and then I would finish up my lawn that I was doing and I'd go across the road or the street and start working on his but I'd have to stop and say, hey, grab a trimmer. Let's go. Come on, let's move, you know. And and it was just like pulling teeth. But now he is really coming into his own. He'll finish up mowing and he's right on the trimmer. And he trims out most of the lawn before I get there from doing mine. So he's really working really hard at thinking ahead and being efficient. So that's awesome. I'm so excited about that. Unfortunately, he goes back to school in the next couple of weeks at the end of August. And so I'm losing my worker, but he's learning how to work. And that's the whole purpose 
of having him with me because I mean, yes, over the summer, he, he's helped me be a little bit more efficient, but really it doesn't save me that much time. But what I'm trying to do is teach him how to work and then the speed will come with that. So just trying to, you know, get him to learn how to work. He's 12. So it just is what it is, but he's really coming along. So for those of you that were wondering, you know, I'm not forcing him to do this. He wants to work with me. I pay him. And so it it just works out. He's learning a skill, how to work and I'm paying him. So he's making money and he gets out of the house and he's not at home bugging his mother who works from home. So it just all works out. All right, guys, let's jump into profit today. So I have been re-listening to Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Sorry, guys, I got to rub my eye here. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, I'm sorry. It's late at night and my eye keeps gumming up. I get these floaters every once in a while. So I guess I'm just going to have to deal with them. They're driving me nuts. (laughs) But anyway, let's keep going. So my dad, we had a birthday party for my youngest yesterday. And so my dad brought the Profit First book. He had it, hasn't gotten all the way through it. And he had some questions about it, but he works for a corporation or it might even be a nonprofit. It's a school. So I'm kind of, I'm not all up to date on what it is, but he was confused on how to implement Profit First in that scenario. And really I wasn't able to help him. So, you know, he's, he's the bookkeeper there. And so it might be hard for him to grasp the concept anyway of profit first, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Today, I want to talk to you about whether you're actually profitable in your business, because it's really easy to say that you're profitable and you see on your, on your, on your end of year profit and loss statement or your income statement that you made money. So yeah, the business is profitable. Woohoo. But where's the cash? Where's the cash? And in my second year of business, this was me. I made a little bit of profit and I had a little bit of cash, but it was like, where did the money go? So my, my income statement said that I made a good profit, but there wasn't any corresponding cash to the profit. And so it's so easy in business to spend and spend and spend. And we don't really realize that, hey, this isn't going to work out. We're not going to have a profit at the end of the year. And something that Mike Michalowicz said uh, in the audiobook that I thought was really good that really needs to be spread around the world to entrepreneurs is that if you're not paying yourself in your business, if you're just plowing back all the profit from your business back into the business and you're not paying yourself, that is a sign of an unhealthy business. Because eventually you're going to want to pay yourself, but you're plowing all of that profit plus the money that you should be earning as a as an owner back into the company and that's not healthy you should be paying yourself a salary 
when I started my business, my wife was super concerned that our income would drop drastically. So I had to pay myself for her to be comfortable. I had to write myself a paycheck every two weeks. And I did that and it worked out. I still had a part-time job when I started this business. So it was okay. But she needed that security that I was still going to get paid. And so I was forced to pay myself right out the gate. But I know that there is a lot of guys in this industry who start off and they think it is right and okay and you should put all the money back into the business. And when I say all the money, I mean all the money. And, and you can't do that because that will lead your business to a very unhealthy place really quick. Because when you start, you start investing in your business, okay? Yes, you need to invest in your business. Absolutely. And I don't have a problem with you plowing profit back into the business as long as you're paying yourself a salary. But if you're plowing all the profit back into the business and you're not paying yourself a salary, you're going to end up in a very bad situation because eventually that catches up with you. And then you have to figure out, how am I going to pay myself now? I owe all this money on equipment because I've plowed everything back into the business. I owe all this money. Now I don't have money to pay myself. Yeah, I can go out and get more work, but you can't outwork your stupidity. So eventually those two lines are going to cross and, and either you're going you're gonna to push through or you're going to fail. And so it's super important to pay yourself a salary. It, it could be anything. It could be $500. It could be $1,500. It could be $2,500. It can be anything. Just write yourself a check every two weeks. You have to get in the habit of writing yourself a check as the business owner, as a salary, not as profit draw. You're not, you're not, you're not taking, you're not taking a distribution. You're taking a salary. See, I don't take profit distributions in my business. I just I use my profit to pay down debt. So I'm I'm kind of in this boat. I'm still profitable. I'm 50% profitable according to my income statement. But according to my bank account, my profit isn't there because it's being plowed into debt. However, I can do this and feel safe and comfortable because I pay, I pay myself a very nice salary. Now, it's not outrageous by any means. It's a reasonable salary. For someone else that would be doing my job, it's a reasonable salary. So if you're not paying yourself, you need to stop. You need to stop here you need to go look at your books. If you don't have a budget, you need to come up with a budget. A budget is just, is, it's a list of, of, of categories, okay? List out all your expenses. 
you are as the business owner are an expense because you draw a paycheck or you should and so you need to be listed there as well if you are not making a profit after all your expenses then you're in trouble and what you need to do is cut your expenses that's the first thing and i'm not gonna belabor the profit first thing but profit first teaches you how to do this in a smart way and an easy way so i encourage you to get the book i'm not going to go through that today but that is something that is so important is that you have to figure out how to handle your money in business and it's you can do it several different ways but the profit first way is by far the easiest that i have found okay because it it just it works I don't know all the ins and outs of Profit First. I've listened to the audiobook, but I have never read the book. So I've got the book to read now. But I, I do the, the basic things, and it has worked for me. As I said in, in a couple podcasts ago, it has worked for me well. And it, it, it's provided a, a very large cushion for my business. And, and so I... I I don't worry about money anymore because I have all the things in place that I need in place. I'm paying myself a salary. So even if I didn't have a profitable year, like last year, I bought a new truck last year. And so on my income statement, I didn't, I didn't have an in, uh, a profit. In fact, I had a loss. But in my bank account, I had a whole bunch of money. So that's how this works. It it just, I, without reading the book, it is so hard to explain. However, I, I'm telling you, I'm trying to encourage you to read the book or get it on Audible and listen to it and then listen to it again. And if you have to listen to it again, until it gets in your brain and you're like, aha, this might work. And you just have to try it. Okay. You, you can always go back to not paying yourself a salary, dumping all of the money back into the business and being miserable. You can go back to that after trying this, if it doesn't work for you. But if you do it properly, it will work for you. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. So in my business, I have cut down expenses greatly. The only payment that I have of debt is on the truck. Uh, I pay cell phones. I pay uh, taxes, obviously. You got to pay taxes. All the other expenses that come with running a lawn care business, um, you know, all, all that stuff. But I've cut down as much as I can. By paying off debt is is a huge one. It's just paying off equipment, getting that paid off, and then you've got that money freed up. See, I was I was looking on Toro's website the other day, and I was thinking, you know, maybe I could get a whole new setup of mowers with their fleet pricing. You know, the, all their fleet pricing. So 
I, I went on there and I, I'm looking and I calculated up all the things that I would need plus the discount that you get with the fleet pricing. And I'm thinking, hmm, $35,000. I mean, yeah, it'd be doable, I guess. But uh, that's a that's a lot of payments. That's a lot of payments. And I just got to thinking, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'd be miserable if I had all those payments. Because right now, I don't have all those payments. I just have one. And it, granted, it's a big payment, but it, it's just one. Out of the $7,000 I bring in every month, which to some of you might not be a lot, and that's fine. I run a solo business. I mean, for the most part, my son works with me in the summer when he can. He works with me two days a week, but otherwise I'm solo. So I can only do so much. And so 7000 for me is like the max. That's what I bring it in. Sometimes it's higher than that. I've brought in as much as nine in a month before, but that's pretty rare. Um, last year was an exception because um, it just everything stayed green the whole year. So I mowed the whole year. Uh, this year, totally different, totally opposite. It's been very burned out the last four or five weeks. So, you know, that's lost revenue there. But it is what it is. But the whole point of this podcast is to get you to think about, are you actually profitable? Sure, your income statement says you're profitable. Sure. I, there's no denying it's right there in black and white. Then where's the money? That's the issue that we run into with running, trying to run traditional accounting with small business. Where's the money? It's not in the bank account. Where'd it go? And that is why the profit first method is so powerful. Because if you follow it, somehow, I, it's almost like magic. It's not magic, but it seems like it to me. It, the money is there. When you start running your business off of percentages rather than dollar amounts, man, it makes a difference. It really does. And be careful, guys. Be careful. Because all you guys that are running out and buying new equipment after a year and a half because your mower got a thousand hours on it, you're just racking up debt and debt and debt if you're paying debt. If you're paying cash, great. I am all for that. But if you're if you're taking loan after loan after loan. You've always got this payment, and I'm sorry, guys, 0% interest is going away. They're not going to be offering that much longer. Some people still offer it, I think, but it's pretty much going away with all these interest rate hikes and things like that. It's not. It's going to be a thing of the past for a while at least, and so now you're going to be paying interest on this stuff. So we, we have to think about where our money's going we have to cut those expenses so that we actually have a profit in the bank. So what I do is I take right now, this is where I'm at in business. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not ashamed to say it. Right now, I take my profit first and I take 3% profit. That's right off the top. I take 3% profit that goes in a, in a separate, 
I have savings accounts. You could do checking accounts, whatever. I just do savings accounts because it's easy. All I have to do is transfer money out of the accounts into the checking. It's just easy. So it, it for me, it's just, it, it works seamlessly. So um, I just transfer it out of there into my checking. And then what I do with my profit is I choose to put 100% of it onto debt. So paying down that debt is very important to me. So I choose to plow that profit back into the business until that debt is paid off. Then I continue to save that 3% profit because I am also holding out 5% of everything that I make for new equipment. And I'm also saving out 45% of everything I make. That's a lot for owner's draw or my money. That's my, that's for my salary. Why do I take out 45%? Because I have winter. I don't bank on snow. I can't count on it. Some years we barely get any. Some years like last year, we get hit pretty hard but I don't bank on it when it's good. It's good. When it's not, it's not. So I save up all year to be able to pay myself all the way from November, the first of November through the last of April. And that helps me to, to not worry about money. So yeah, those bank accounts, they'll dwindle a little bit, but what I'm not doing in the winter is taking that snow money and just woo cash everywhere, you know, spreading cash. No, no, I'm not going out buying new stuff unless I absolutely need it. I'm, I'm saving that money. Last year I saved that winter money, the, the snow money this year. I had my winter fund completely funded by June. Totally funded by June because of that snow plowing money. That was amazing. Plus I had half of my taxes paid for the year because I have a pretty good accountant and tax preparer and he calculates out what I'm expected to pay over the next year. You know, with calculated increase of so much money, which I'm pretty sure I'm not even going to make any increase this year because of inflation. But, I mean, it's awesome. Once you get these things in, 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 in process, it takes a little bit. I'm not going to lie. There, when I first started the Profit First met Method, there was a few scary months where I was like, is this really going to work? My checking account is really low. It, it, I mean, I, I'm funding all these other things, you know, taking these percentages, putting them in all these other accounts. My checking is really low, like 500 bucks. I, whew, I, I'm really worried that this isn't going to work out. But I stayed the course. Payments were coming in and I stuck with it. And now 
my bank account has swelled because I just stick with it. And so I'm, this is really in, is trying to get you to think about profit, but I'm also really hoping that you guys, every single person that is watching this on YouTube or listening on the podcast will get the profit first book, whether it's in hard copy or whether it's an audible, because I'm telling you what, if you follow it and you work at it until you get it perfected for you, you're the sky's the limit. It really is. It's, it's one of the best finance systems that I have found. And it works so well because as a business owner, I can go into my banking app and I can see all of my accounts and what is in them. It's right there, right in front of my face. I don't worry about money. I don't worry if, if, if the cell phone bill is going to get paid. I don't worry if I'm going to be able to make the truck payment. It's all there. I know that I have the money because it's right there on the screen. That is the peace of mind that you can have if you implement the profit first method. All right. Now, if you want to do other things, that's fine. But what I'm telling you is make sure that you have what, what that profit number is. If you have no debt and, and, and you're just money's coming in and money's going out and you don't know where it's going you got to stop that. You got to cut expenses. You need to have that profit in your bank account. Whatever that profit is that your income statement says at the end of the year, you need to have that money in an account somewhere or it needs to be, you know, spread out with a distribution or four distributions, you know, one a quarter, whatever. But you have to know that you had or have that profit. It is so important. That's the whole reason we're in this business is to make a profit over and above what we pay ourselves because the profit is the cherry on top of the cake. That's what we're working for is the profit. And if it's gone at the end of the year, what, what did we work for? Basically a paycheck. Guys, I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I really hope that I got you thinking at least because so many of us just were really good technicians, but we're really bad on the back end of our business and we have to become good at the back end of the business so that our business will be healthy and will support us and help us do the things that we want to do in life. So we have to take off our technician hat. We have to put on our businessman hat and we really have to dive into the numbers to figure out what we can do to be profitable. It's so important. That's why guys like Blake Albertson and other, other guys are in love with LMN. It's not just because LMN sponsors them. It's because LMN lays it out. It has all the numbers. So it's kind of like a profit first type thing, 
but I'm sure they don't use the profit first method, but maybe they do, but it just shows you in real time. And so that's what I'm, I'm trying to get you to think about is the back end of the business and really working on it, not just being a technician. So this winter, when you have off time, when you have downtime, dive into those numbers on the back end of your business. See what you can cut. How efficient are your laborers? If you have employees, how efficient are they? Are they, are they making you money or are they costing you money? Are you paying out more than you're bringing in? That's all stuff you have to look at. You have to look at vehicles and equipment. Is this piece of equipment really necessary? Do I have to have this piece of equipment or can I sell it and lease one once a month? That, that, those are all things that I think about to cut costs in my business. And so that's why I haven't upgraded my standard. I tried a couple of years back and well, the, the one I tried to upgrade to was actually a large downgrade. I'm not going to go into that, but it was a terrible terrible decision it was just awful uh go to my youtube channel you'll you'll see it it's a gravely mower so you can you'll find it eventually just dig through the archives there uh just a terrible experience uh but anyway that's not a knock on gravely it just is what it is uh guys it is so important to know your numbers and the back end of your business all right, everybody says know your numbers. Very few people can actually tell you what that means. I'm not really telling you what it means on this podcast. What I'm telling you to do is go to someone who can explain it very, very simply and very, very well. Mike Michalowicz, Profit First, follow that system. And I guarantee you, if you follow the system, it will work for you over time. Okay, so try it. If, if you've been miserable with your finances, try it. Just try it. What do you have to lose? You're already miserable. That's it for this podcast, guys. I thank you so much for listening. I really do hope that this podcast brought some value to you. If it did, consider hitting that uh, subscribe button. Subscribe to the podcast. Also, if it brought value to you, consider giving us a five-star review and, and a little blurb in, in Apple Podcasts, if you would. We need some ratings and reviews there just to give that social proof. So if you would be willing to do that, please go ahead and do that, and I will read your review on the air. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode.